How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? The fleet fox chases the chicken. La 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 la. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Let's do it, Johnny. All right. Hey. Wait, wait, wait. Do we have anything to say before we start? What do you want to say? Oh, between you and me. Yeah. I mean, like, um, uh, what, what, do you have stuff? Do you have stuff for this podcast? I've got emails. Yeah. I've got um, the notes that we've put down in the group. Although I haven't watched Clockwork Orange yet. I was going to watch that today, actually. Yeah, I didn't watch Martin either. No worries. I've got to watch it. Yeah. Um, what else have we got in the notes? Uh, um... I do have a bunch of notes. I don't know if they're useful. Like, I've made notes for each episode, but... Um... Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's go through the, the stuff and uh, what should we start off with? Well, I would like to say something at the start of the podcast. Nothing like big, just docker. Let's get into it. Begin. Take us away, Johnny. It? Yeah, we're it? yeah, we're in it. Yeah, we're in it, boy. All right, listen. Before we start, I've got one thing I want to say. It's not that important, but um, for the listener's benefit. And for the listener's benefit, yeah. For the listener's benefit. And also for me, um, I'm going to be in a weird mode for the next couple of weeks. Interesting. I was probably in a weird mood like in the last episode as well because I, I work now. I'm mm-hmm. on a work project now. Yeah. And I work, I'm not going to say what I do, but I work at something that requires a lot of mental focus. Mm-hmm. A lot of, it, it could be quite emotionally draining. You have to ring yourself. You have to mm-hmm. really ring out yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. yourself into the work that you do when you do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. There's a reason you and don't do it year round. Exactly, yeah. I work intensely on project, and then I'm off, and then in, in and out. And when I'm on a project, I always have this slight crankiness, mm-hmm. a, a residual sort of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I might be, if you notice me being a bit touchy, it's not because I'm actually an arsehole. I mean, I am actually an arsehole, but it's it's just because i'm on a work project it's interesting for me it's interesting to me to notice differences in my psychological state also another thing but before that i i wonder if it's um i wonder if it's something only you feel from your end because i can't really tell much of a difference between when you're working and when you're not working trust me maya will tell you my girlfriend will tell you okay all right it's uh i'm a, I'm a there's I'm a, a difference I'm, you're a nightmare yes, to live with <laughs> yes, yes i am basically and also i was playing a bit of fifa 22 from the mm-hmm. moment i got up until now and one thing i've noticed because of my work i noticed that when you play video games it really does turn your brain into mush you are far less uh psychologically sharp when you've spent like three hours playing video games rather than when you've, do you know what I'm saying? Really? So you can tell the difference between when you're working between a day when you've played video games and a day that you haven't. Yes. There's a lot of things because my work is, is it requires a lot of mental power, mental focus, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I notice the effects of a lot of different things. On my so you notice, side. you notice the food that you eat, you notice food, like, exactly. like the yes. weather, you notice the climate, you notice just the vibe in the air and how it affects you in different ways. Yeah. I don't know about climate. I should, I should pay attention more to climate, but food. Absolutely. I've noticed, I've noticed 
I, I, I have a vivid example through my work of yeah. how much your mind degenerates when you eat junk food. Really? Tell me about yes. it. Yes. So you've got examples of times you've eaten fast <clears throat> food and it's ruined your work day. Yeah, you just can't focus. Because, because of my work, like I, I can literally measure my productivity because of mm -hmm. the way the work is. Mm -hmm. I literally have to m measure my productivity. I have a very clear metric for how mentally focused, smart, problem-solving, creative I'm being. Mm -hmm. So I notice, like, when I've been eating junk food, yeah, see that metric go down. When I've been eating, like, meat, actually, I've noticed really makes you mentally focused. Like, good meat, obviously not eating crap meat. Mm -hmm. Meat, I've noticed. Fish, I've noticed. Um, I imagine it's... Um... I guess, I guess with the fast food, because the fast food is usually very heavy on the carbs, like, you know, with chips and pizzas and yeah. just dough and all of that, that's going to take a lot of energy to, <clears throat> away from your brain and it's going to be using it in your digestive system, trying to break all of that down. Maybe that's it. I've done keto many times before mm -hmm. and I never really noticed much of a difference with keto, but okay interesting can you pick that up on the mic yeah but it's fine people know that you've got a cat do you want to just introduce your cats and just like uh, rather than us trying to hide his meows all the time let's just introduce the cat and make him a character on the show what's what's his name well first of all it's a her and i don't want to give the name because i don't want people to dox me but wait cat. wait how are they the going to dox you from a cat name there's a million billion cats in the world mate listen the way people dox people now it's mm -hmm. not like, oh, I've got a social security number now. No. They, 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 the way the internet is, is they, they put together a lot of different bits of information. And before mm -hmm. you know it, they, they have your, you know? Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? All right, all right, fair enough. So you've got a female cat and that's the most you're willing to give away. <laughs> yeah, or it may be male. Maybe it is male. Maybe it is male. Maybe I was right. <laughs> maybe you've got a <laughs> transgender cat situation. Who knows? It's, yeah, maybe it's a It could be anything. Cat, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. I just want to say that because I think you will notice a difference. Um, you will notice a difference. All right. So if you're crabby, ladies and gentlemen of the world, it's not because Johnny's a dickhead. He's just, you know, he's a bit drained from work. And that's just, that's just how things are. And sluggish from the game. My mind will not be mentally focused. <laughs> My mind will not be mentally focused today. Anyway, how are you doing, Liban? You've had a haircut. You're looking trim. Um, I haven't cut my hair, but I've, uh, I've trimmed my beard a bit. My beard was getting a bit ungainly, so I just trimmed the sides oh, a little bit. Oh, right, yeah, you look a bit trimmed. All right, so how are you, Liban? I'm good. I'm, I'm in a good mood. You know what I was thinking just now? Tell me what you're thinking, baby. Tell me what you got. Hmm. I think the fact that Amos is, like, the third member of our group has kind of been, like, perfect practice for starting mm -hmm. a podcast. How so? Because I don't, because the, the, the thing about a podcast, the weird thing about it is who's, you, you have to be conscious of a third person, like a third thing in the room, right? Oh, yeah, like so the, that, that, the invisible audience member is something you've got to be conscious of. Yeah, and I think really, I, I find it very easy because I just imagine Amos is the audience <laughs> and Amos doesn't talk much anyway, <laughs> you know? So it just comes naturally. We don't is even it, need to. We don't even need to put it, on no, a performance just, air. All we have to do is just keep doing what we've always done. And uh... yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just find it very natural. So, and the name was just in the corner somewhere, smugly condemning me. 
<laughs> whenever I say something yeah. controversial. Smugly condemning you and then laughing at my nonsense and, and thinking yeah, yeah. this guy is a clueless, <clears throat> he does not know what the world is about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, um, speaking of, you asked how I am. One of the things I've been thinking about this week is something we discussed last week, um, which is uh, masculinity. Some of the stuff we were talking about in terms of masculinity, just uh, it, it ticked something in my brain and it yeah. made me think, for, just as a little experiment, for the next sort of three to six months, I, yeah. I wrote down a list of what I thought were um, the positive traits of masculinity and I'm going to see if I can cultivate some of that in myself and see if my energy and my vibe changes at all that's interesting you know I think about masculinity as well in fact I have a whole in my head a book written mm -hmm. my own Jordan Peak. when I get cancelled I'm going yeah. to go into that sphere yeah. and I'm going to write a whole book yeah. about how to be masculine and so uh, here's, here's what I've written down uh, at the top is obviously the number one thing we sp discussed, which was self-discipline. Yes. I'm going to yes. try to be a bit more self-disciplined for a few months. Um, yes. I'm going to try to cut out some of my vices and some of the things that I enjoy and try yes. to control how I enjoy it and see if I can, if I, if that makes a difference to my thought process. Yeah. Um, secondly, uh, responsibility and uh, accepting it willingly. One of the things I've always run from in my life is try to assume as little responsibility as I can and to put myself in a position where not too many, as few people as possible, rely on me. Because I don't always well, hold want... on a sec, isn't... Because your job, you, you're effectively a manager of a small team of people. I don't think you'd be quite... I mean, that it's true. But one of the things that I do with my day job is I always... I always try to train people up really like incredibly deeply so that yeah. they are as competent as possible so that I don't have to do that much work in actually managing them. I, I tend to do a lot of the work up front and then I, I, I have a very light touch once they know what they're doing. Well, that is the best way, that is the best way to manifest responsibility in that circumstance, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I'm thinking more in terms of personal life. I don't know. There's Give an example, because I don't know what you mean by responsibility. Well, when you say you want to take on more responsibility or whatever you want to do with it, what, what do you mean? I don't actually know. All I know is that in myself, I've got this sense that I avoid responsibility, that I avoid... I, I avoid people trying to rely on me for things. I, I, I try, I, here's an example. I rarely make promises. I'll never promise anyone anything. The most I'll say is, yeah, I'll try to be there. Um, yeah, I'll give that a go. Mm, I'll, let's see how this goes. Whereas I'm going to try to be a bit more firm about that sort of thing and be like, no, I will be there. Um, this, this will get done, right. blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be a bit more like less wishy-washy and a bit more like, do you know what? I'm going to make the promise and then I'm going to follow it through. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't even call that responsibility. I would call that more. But it is decisive. about responsibility decisive. because you're. It comes from. It comes from making the choice that you're. You're putting this on your shoulders. You're accepting the responsibility that you have to follow through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. it maybe it's more of that, less being flaky. Right, 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 right. Go on. What else have you got? And then the last thing is physicality. Um, I'm going to try to be a bit more physical, a bit more, I, yeah. I don't even know how to describe what I'm imagining, but maybe exercise yeah. a bit more, get a bit yeah. fitter, uh, and then see where that leads me mentally. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be that would be. So those are the three things I've got. Those are the three. Wait, things can I add some be... things? Can I? You want to add something? Oh shit. Let okay. Me... Well, look, I have ideas about masculinity because it's become one of those topics you can't fucking avoid these days. It's everywhere now. You know, the 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 the, the masculinity. Here's, 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 let me give you a sneak peek into my. Future into your future oncoming. manifesto. <laughs> once I'm, yeah, once I'm cancelled, once yeah. I'm cancelled, and then obviously being cancelled means you can launch a career in a completely different trajectory, which is often <laughs> lucrative. Right, got it all planned out. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm going to write uh, my, my masculinity book. My masculinity book is called The Monk's Way. The Monk's Way. Oh, The Monk's Way. Oh, I can see it monks. already. Yeah, the, yeah. The Monk's Path. The friars right. and the brothers and the monks. And it's and it's because I see a lot of stuff about masculinity. Maybe because I still like browse video game forums and shit like that, which is all dudes or whatever. But I see all this stuff about masculinity. And people are so fucking wrong about it, in my opinion, mm-hmm. which is correct. Right? So let me think. How many, how many, okay, so let me start with the first one. Here's the first thing that I, especially I notice now with a lot of um, young dudes who try and become masculine. They call it alpha a lot of the time, right? Okay. And they judge, the problem, the problem they, is fundamentally is that they judge masculinity through a woman's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like men think they're masculine if women like them, mm, right? Interesting. And they, end up, and they end up with this caricature, like you get the abs, you get, if you're like a real chad you know the chad meme i'm like mm-hmm. shagging women all the time you know hip-hop guys do it all the time i've got loads of women and i'm a real guy mm-hmm. the reality is that no you're not a real guy mm-hmm. that is that is um what, what's a good word for it what's a good word for it i mean it, it's, it's 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 completely opposite of what masculinity is to essentially completely kowtow to women's version of what they want you to be you know what i'm saying yeah 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 it's something external rather than internal it's something that's coming if masculinity is you driving yourself and assuming responsibility and like having a vision for who you want to be and going for it yeah this out this quotation mark alpha model is something very much external that you're trying to mold yourself into you're trying to fit a mold which you want Exactly. And it ties back into the self-control thing. The ultimate masculinity, the ultimate uh, uh, masculinity is to not give a fuck about women whatsoever. It's to be completely self-contained and to eschew the desire to be sexually attractive and to play the fucking whole dating game and see what other girls like this, the girls like abs or the girls like suits or the girls like fuck all that. Ignore, ignore women. Mm-hmm. and become become your true, true self find your true self yeah. first I, th- I mean a good example perfect example of this is the incels mm-hmm. you know the incels community yeah yeah they're guys like the young guys often they probably have loads of they're probably smart they're probably like you know nerdy they're probably into like sciences i don't know whatever they they probably have some qualities but the reason they beat themselves down so much is because they completely judge themselves according to women. Mm-hmm. And so if women don't like if women don't like me, that means I'm worthless. If women don't want to have sex with me, that means I'm worthless. Mm-hmm. And already you've lost the game completely. Because what is winning that game? What is winning that game? I'm a guy 
who gets those away with them. That's, that's not masculine either. Self-control. And that's why, I, I, that's why I, I think the monk's way, because you think of a monk, a monk does not need women. A monk do not, does not need any earthly pleasure. Mm-hmm. The monk is devoted to a higher purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. I like it. It sounds like a fun concept. It's not a fun concept. It's a true concept. I and mean, this is where you and I differ. You approach things fun. looking for truth, and I approach things looking for fun. <laughs> but truth, the truth is malleable as well. The other thing I would say, the other thing I would say, I've said this to you before, no social media. Mm-hmm. Social media is a very feminine thing. I've said this to you before, right? No, I don't think so. It, it, t- okay. tell, me a bit about, tell me a bit about it. The whole practice, the entire practice of every day mm-hmm. going to a place, see, he said this, she said this, what's happening now? Oh, can you believe it? Oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that. The whole practice of every day going and doing that mm-hmm. and playing a social game of seeing and being seen. This is women. This is what women have done since the beginning of time. I'm not, I'm not demeaning it. I'm not pejorative. I celebrate that. It's brilliant. And I think actually um, that's why social, so women are so fucking good at social media. They know how to play social games. They know that because guys go on social media and they're like, yeah, I'm going to write a really clever, uh, factual, logical post. It's like, yeah, whatever. But the women know that logic and ideas don't matter. No ideas, just no feelings. ideas, just feelings, baby. That's it all right. comes back to the tagline. It all comes back to it, and women, women understand that so, so, so much, so much better. They understand that a social game requires numbers. It requires appeals to emotions. It requires you can you can make the most wrong thing true if you could just finagle it with words and numbers and via this social game. Women understand that. Women play that. They, it's natural to them. It's as natural to them as team death matches to men <laughs> you know what i'm saying absolutely so the so social media is something that mm. people who who want to attain a sense of masculinity should be avoiding it never do on that side i'm absolutely fine because uh, i i'm not on any social media platforms i've never really been that interested in social media i don't yeah so on that side i don't really have to change anything well, let me take this a step further. I'm going to say something that is massively controversial right now. Everyone's going to disagree with me, but it's the truth. Okay. You're going to disagree with me as well, for sure, on this Levant. I love disagreeing but, with you. Go for it. But there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this thing now. Well, men should not talk about their feelings. That's it. Men should not talk about their feelings. The, there's this whole idea now that men suffer from mental illness, they have issues, blah, 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 because they don't talk enough, because of masculinity. They call it toxic masculinity. That is horseshit. That is relevant to women. Women get through stuff by talking about their feelings, by constantly communing about their feelings, right? But that's not how men handle stuff it's not how men i think are biologically wired to handle stuff in fact the way men should i think are much healthier when they keep shit to themselves and they reflect and they observe their emotions and they live with their emotions and they they keep it to themselves all the old archetypes of of masculinity i think are, are kind of 
true. So you're basically going way. back to a stoic model of, of a man. Yes, still waters run deep, strong but silent type. The cowboys with no name, Clint Eastwood. You keep and because what happens with men, I think they, they keep their emotions themselves. They observe, they reflect, they build a kind of uh, 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 an interpretation of the world and a deeper understanding within themselves as an individual, because men are more individual, they're less, they can't play the social game, they're better off when they're individual, and then they act, then they act. And this is, this is, you know, this is what men do, this is why men have always acted more than talked, and women have always talked more than acted, in, in, you know, call that sexist or whatever, but I think it's actually, it's a, uh, and, and I think you can see a great example of that when you look at male friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Like, men have friendships for, like, decades that are truly deep, brotherly, blood bonds, right? Men literally have, throughout history, died for their brother, man, for friendships, sacrificed everything for their friendships. And I would bet you most of those friendships, at no point, throughout decades do they ever talk about their feelings and i say this from experience and also knowing other men who've had really long loyal friendships does this experience bear out for you as well Lipan? um not well i get where you're coming from but i think i i skew closer to the feminine in this example because i'm I'm, i've always been i think even from a very young age I've been very open with my emotions and my feelings. I, I, I'm basically an open book. I can't hide how I feel. When, when I feel down, it's very obvious. When I feel up, it's very obvious. And because it's so obvious, it's always led to very open conversations about what I'm feeling and what I'm going through. So I've never, I've never, really, I've never really contained myself in the way you're describing. I don't think you have, Liban. I don't think you... You have a. I don't. I don't think you have. We've been friends for fucking what over ten years now. Fifteen, man. It's yeah, fi- it's been fifteen. We've never sat around talking about our feelings the way women do. I mean, for a start, women talk about their feelings every ten minutes. If they keep, if they keep their feelings to themselves for like a fucking half a day, they're. Really, gonna, and this, that's a, this that's a massive like, generalization. I'm gonna have to. I'm no gonna have to cut you short come there. Come on, we know this. The I've, women know this as well. I've like, worked with a lot of women. I've been around a lot of women. Not everyone is the way you're describing them. In fact, yes, very few are because of that perception. I think you'll you'll probably find a lot of women try not to do that. Oh my god, I'd love to meet some women who try not to do that because in my lifetime. I can't, I can't, I can't. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's because I, I see these women in a no. professional setting. Maybe yes. they, they try yes, to, ab- because I, because they're professional relationships, they probably try to avoid doing that around me. Perhaps, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying, first of all, I don't think it's a pejorative at all. I think it's what's beautiful about women. I think it's one of the beautiful differences between men and women. But yeah, it's probably because you're in a professional relationship. I've, I've had good friendships. I see my girlfriend talking with other women. I, I worked in a workplace that was all women. And women talk about their feelings. They have to talk about their feelings. But I think the whole idea that men, if they don't talk with their feelings for 10 minutes, they're going to shoot up a skull. It's a, it's a woman's version of what's actually But I do think there's man. something there. I do think there's something to be said for not bottling everything up because just because you bottle it up and want to reflect internally you could easily end up reacting to it in the wrong way or uh, going letting it ferment like and rot inside you and like do terrible things to your state of mind 
there's something I, there's I, something there's something to be said for okay sure do your reflection keep it inside but at some point you're going to have to bring that out into the world and see how it meshes with everything else i'm i i i i don't i think look there's all these words that we use semantics bottling it up why is it bottling it up what good is like splurging your fucking inner emotions to any tom dick and harry i mean first of all first of all the same people who are telling men to talk about their feelings because it'd be really healthy are all on fucking Twitter. What, you, you think being on Twitter and men posting in the feeds, you think social media is healthy? No one on fucking social media should lecture anyone about All right, all right. Health. Let's take the social media aspect out of it because I think that muddies the water. Let's say um, talking about it one-on-one with your friend or talking about it one-on-one yeah. with someone in your family who gives a shit about you. I mean, I think so. Look, you know me and F? Yes. The best mate from when yeah. we was fucking yeah. you and 12, F man. 13, right? Oldest friend in the book, like a mm-hmm. brother to me, literally like a brother to me, right? Mm-hmm. We, we've maybe talked about our feelings three times in like decades, and they were after like really traumatic experiences, mm-hmm. like breakups or, you know, and not even like big talk about feelings. Right. There's a there's a, obviously times when maybe it is a bit you've got to release something, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm you know, not not every fucking day. Don't constantly talk because I think what happens is you end up in a kind of um you end up in a kind of paralysis as a man. You talk about and you're not gonna be able to play that social game. You can't do that as a woman. And the irony is that women hate men who talk about their feelings. Women will tell you all day long, oh, I like men who talk about their feelings. The same way they used to say, I like men with a sense of humor. But Louis mm-hmm. C.K. had to jack off, had to surprise jack off people. So, <laughs> so how true is that? I don't, I don't think Louis C.K. is your best example. <laughs> of, of a man. Brad, Pitt, Brad Pitt never had to ask if a woman if he, if he could yeah, jack well, off in front no, of her. Neither did Louis C.K. Nobody forced him into that. He, he probably had plenty of groupies willingly throwing themselves exactly. at him. That was his own inner fucking weirdo pervert coming out. <laughs> but, you know. Anyway, I've lost my point now. Um, okay, you so get one, you, you just, generally get I, one. Generally, what you're saying, I get, but I think I, I just just disagree with you. I I don't think I don't think obviously even whether it's a man or a woman, I don't think it's a sensible thing to constantly be so caught up in your feelings that you're constantly talking about yeah. them and reacting to them and not yeah. trying to sort of deal with them. But I do think there's, I'm, I guess I'm more in the middle. I'm on the fence on for both sides because I'd, I'd, more, I'd more likely be partially uh, introspective, self-reflective, and then bring it out and talk about it with people that you know I'm close to and see if what I'm thinking and what I'm going through makes sense to them just to get well, a bit look, of external perspective since you're trying it for like three to six months why don't you try it for three to six months mm-hmm. not talking about your feelings to, to anybody instead you keep it inside when you have the impulse to go out and tell someone oh man I feel like shit because of this and that don't do it just keep it inside okay all right let's see what happens try it try it let's see what happens Try the it. thing is, when I talk about my feelings, it's not—it's not so much that I'm going around saying, "Oh my God, this thing is happening and it's making me feel shit." Yeah. It's just I'm—if—if if the conversation happens to go there, I'm—I'm I'm more than willing to talk about what I'm going through. 
it's not the sense that I'm going out and yeah, like yeah. just foisting my shit on the world <clears> and being <throat> like, oh my God, this is just vomiting all of my feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's of just course. like, I'm talking to someone um, and then we, we get we get to talking to how the last couple of weeks have been. I'm not going to sit there and be like a stiff upper lip Englishman who says, oh, it's all chopped, jolly, all good, bloody <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just going to be a bit more real and down to earth and be like, you know what? It's been a shit couple of weeks. I was a bit sick. I felt awful. And then it's just put me in a terrible mood. And uh, do you know what? I'm in a funk. It's like, uh, I, I just needed a change of pace. I need to I need to figure out a way to get myself out of this. It's just, that's all it is. It's just yeah. not not pretending that everything is fine. Uh, uh, yeah. Let me, I've got two things I want to say. Sorry, I want two things. Because what I was going to say, first of all, is that, yeah, you're right. You don't talk about your feelings. You think you talk about your feelings. You don't. We had a conversation about dating last time. Mm -hmm. That conversation about dating, if you're a woman, would have gone very, very differently. You would have been saying, oh, I just want to feel like loved by someone. Oh, I just want to have like someone actually commit to something and actually be willing to make a sacrifice. That's what I mean, like a conversation about feelings. Like, oh, and there was someone and I think they were just, you know, but it wasn't like that. You were just mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's not working. You know, <laughs> a masculine way to look at it mechanically. You were talking about it mechanically almost. So I don't think you talk about your feelings. But the other thing I want to say, listen, when I say women and men, right, I understand that there's abstractions. There's masculinity and femininity. That would be a more accurate way for me to explain my version of the world. There's masculinity and femininity. And there's mm -hmm. feminine men and there's masculine women, mm -hmm. right? And I think the trans... Let's not talk about trans, but I think the the area of trans, the area of the, the Jung talked about this, the anima and the animus, right? We all have our shadow selves, we all have the women inside, we have to reconcile these things, right? That's mm -hmm. my version of, that's what I, that's the version I have. But for me, for instance, I waffle on a lot of the time, right? I'm clearly not an advocate for what I'm telling other people to do. <laughs> to, to you, talk, could you could talk for England. <laughs> because I think genuinely, I'm, I'm like almost trans-minded. And I think because... Well, I work in a creative field, let's say, and I think creation often happens when you reconcile the anima and the animus and you have to be, you know, there's a very, there's a very big archetype. If you keep your eyes open for women who are very masculine, very competent in certain fields, you know, mm -hmm. very creative, you know, there's those like great lesbian musicians and, and likewise, how many gay creative and gay writers are notoriously brilliant fucking gay musicians are brilliant there's always a long history of anthropology anyway we're going off to the topic here but that's 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 in this field of art and creation i'm talking about regular masculinity regular straightforward the archetypes from which we work from mm -hmm. you understand yeah just yeah, make yeah. that clear i talk about men and women yeah. all right so next three to six months that's my you know little personal experiment just to see yeah. if my mindset changes or if if how i feel <laughs> or how i do things has an effect so it, it'll be interesting i'll let i'll it let you know how it goes yeah and you could we could follow it on the podcast well that's the thing that's the thing is we can't follow it on the podcast until six months from now because i've got to be self-contained I can't be coming on here every week going, oh yeah, it's not working or oh yeah, this working is great. No, I've got to be self-contained. You can, I, we can, we can talk about the journey I've been on after six months. Yeah. All right. Then. Well, no, you have to come with the podcast and still talk. Yeah, I'll I mean, talk. Maybe it's the wrong, no, it's, obviously it's the wrong... but I won't talk about this. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But that's interesting. That's interesting that you were thinking about masculinity, you know? 
Well, it's just, uh, we, well, literally our conversation last week, we were talking about, I don't know how we got onto it, but we were, we we spent a couple of minutes talking about it and something about that stayed with me. And I thought, uh, let me try to see if I can, you know, cultivate that vibe and see if it changes anything for me. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And it's not even, it's not even that I feel the need to change or anything. It's It's just to see what happens if I put myself in a different mindset yeah yeah great i like it i like i'm all for like shifts and experimenting with completely changing stuff up all right so we're going on to emails then yes um i've got three emails today and uh i'm going to give the same caveat that i gave last time um you you're not going to catch me out you're not going to try to you know figure out the truth behind the scenes i'm telling you up front uh two of these are fake emails and one of them is from a friend. So yeah. go fuck yourself. You're not gonna you're not gonna catch me. I'm out here. I know what I'm doing, and you know what I'm doing. We we're all on the same page. Two fake emails and one real one. And the real one is from a friend. So fuck off. Can we say can we say one thing? Can we say one thing. We should not read the names out. Why? To make it anonymous, because I sometimes... I don't I want anonymous email, emails. I want to know who these people are. I want to get a picture of what they look like and feel like. I don't want a great That's going to stop people sending in emails. Well, the people who that would stop, I don't want to hear from. I want to hear from the people who are willing to put, to put themselves no, no, no. out there. Listen, send in... Send send in, in use a fake name if you have to. I don't care. Yeah. I just, I just need you to use a name that's adjacent to yours. Don't use a fake name that's completely different. If, if you're from a certain country, I want you to use the name of the people from that country because I, I want us to get all the flavors and textures of the world. No, no, no. Use, use whatever name you want. No, you... no. I want it to be Listen. close to you. I, I need no. to know who you are. I need to feel you. No, if your name is Paul from Cheshire, and you want to sound like you're from sri lanka go for it you should pick a nice sri lankan no i want who you want i want the sri lankans to come out and be sri lankans i don't want them to be i don't what i want to avoid is a a dude from sri lanka writing in as paul from cheshire because i don't want a gray blob i want the flavors i don't know about this i don't know about this i don't know about you mate i don't know about you I think, I think, all right. I think well, this, soon, is your, this is your own privacy thing, getting out there. Not everybody's like you. Some people don't care. Some people are like me and they uh, do care. Yeah, well, those, operational all right, security. So for those, <laughs> those psychos in the woods and living in their sheds who don't want to let themselves yes. be known, uh, feel free to use a fake name. But everybody use else, a fake name come out and be who you are. And write, and, you know, write, don't use my real name just in case. Just in case, Libbank, because he obviously doesn't understand the need for operational security. Yeah, for those people who need quotation marks, operational security quotation mark, absolutely. Right in the subject line, do not use my name, do not reveal my details, and I will just read the paragraph that has the body of your text, okay? Yeah, and there are also services you can use that will reroute emails. So it sounds like it's from a different email address. And also, listen, if you care about operational security, you should have a fake email anyway. You should have fake emails, although be aware that they will track you. They will track you. I mean, the IPs, they've got everything. They've got everything on you. You know, if you're using the same device, whatever, the same router, they, they could track you. But 
do as best as you can to to you don't need to do say any of this johnny because the person who's like conscientious of operational security they've already got all of this sorted you just need to say make sure when you contact us you enact your security protocols they've already got a document listing out all of their protocols you don't you don't need to tell them they know i tell you what one one time a long time ago there was a guy i can't remember what it was this was, was ages ago and he was it, 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 it might have been a podcast. He might have been doing like. Anyway, I felt sorry for this guy, right? Go on. I don't know. Something happened. I felt sorry, and I put a little donation. I donated yeah. a bit of money from him. Yeah. He read out my full fucking name on the donation. Oh, and that left you feeling exposed. And I'm like, okay, fuck. I was in a panic mode for a week afterwards oh, because here's the thing. Okay. He read it out. He read it out. Okay, and you think, oh right, who's who's going to find the audio of my name? And I'm like, do you not do you not know? I mean, technology is progressing slowly. I get it, but we are going to reach a stage where you can literally Google search and find audio. Mm-hmm. Who right, ever you said know what? Can name? I just say something? Um, I want to <clears> take back again everything I've said. I'm very sorry. I I should respect some people uh, have a sense of privacy and anonymity that they want to preserve. Um, yeah. What what you just described, Johnny? I didn't realize you'd gone through something like that, and it had put you exactly. in that state. Um, yeah. I don't mean to mock it because it's so alien to the way that I think and I approach things. I I did laugh at it, but you know what? I'm sorry. Um, if if this is something that's important to you, do let me know, and I'll do my best to preserve your anonymity. I will read some emails sometimes as well. Obviously, when we stop just reading, when we stop just doing fake ones and libans, right? And I will be reading the emails as well, and I will be I will be checking it, and I will make sure that we don't read any. Um, yes, uh, we names. we don't want you to ever feel exposed and sort of put out there the way that Johnny was. We don't want that to happen to you. Listen, I have hope. I have very high hopes that this podcast becomes preeminent in the conspiracy community. Really, the, that's that's where yes. you want us to be aiming towards. I would love to. I would love for us to have. You know, because uh, this is, I mean, like, yeah, I would, I would like us to have a, a to, to have the weirdos, <laughs> the weirdos listening, you know? Okay, I mean, that's right. not where the money is. I know that's not where the money is. I mean, yeah, and if you do remember episode zero, the, the main thing we're after is money and the conspiracy community is not going to give us money because they're too busy buying gold and burying it in the woods. The conspiracy people, look, they, a lot of them got crypto rich. Right, a lot of them got crypto rich recently. Conspiracy people, and also and you, I think and, most. But are they willing to show? Are, like, what's the sense of in the conspiracy community? They give money out. Oh, they give money out. Aren't they just hoarding it for themselves for the end of the world? No, no. Conspiracy people mostly don't have a lot of hobbies, because because uh, like movies and music are all just uh, uh, MK Ultra operations. Right, <laughs> they don't do that. Video games are all just you know nonsense that's designed to put you into a vegetative state you know literally conspiracy people they're like sitting on millions Mm -hmm. living in a cabin in the woods or and so rather than getting a little bit of money from lots of different fish (laughs) we need to hook in one big conspiracy whale and get lots of money from one big conspiracy dude in the middle of montana (laughs) but i tell you i tell you i tell you the other thing the only I just I just remembered the only time I've ever subscribed to a podcast was the Higher Side Chats, which I love, highly recommend because mm-hmm. I subscribed to them for fucking two years. 
Gotcha. Okay. We get the full hour because because we need to support each other as conspiracy guys, right? We okay. we know the the world is against us right now. I don't. We're I'm against, against you. Forget the rest yeah. of the world. I'm against you. I don't support you. Uh, conspiracy people. Uh, this is only fifty percent of this podcast support you. Don't don't come here thinking that this is a completely safe space. I'll respect your operational security, but this is absolutely not a safe space for you. This is a safe space because I will. Protect and there you go. 50, I will 50. protect you. I will protect you. <laughs> and if you put if you put the word conspiracy in your donation, that money will go exclusively to me. Whereas if you put if you put um, get the vaccine. That will go ex- explicitly to uh, Liban's pocket. We should do that. We should. No, we should, we should have. Oh my god! Be... Absolutely, we should have no. separate phrases that people put into donations and subscriptions. <laughs> we'll have three of them. We'll have three of them. One that is the general pal, which we both split. Yeah. One which yeah. is specifically aimed to me, and the other one which is specifically aimed to you. And we'll have. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, it's gonna get that so be. ugly. Because once you, once that would we, get ugly, yeah. Because w- it's one thing to split popularity and for one of us to be more popular than yeah. the other one. But if yeah. there's actual monetary and financial implications to that, that oh, would man. be so ugly and painful. Oh my God, I love it. Oh, Let's man. do it. Let's do it. Well, I tell you what would happen. I tell you what would happen if I ended up getting a lot more donations than you. I would just split it anyway. I wouldn't. I, I, if I got more than you, Johnny, I would hold it over your head. Every episode, I'd be like, let me go through how much money I got this week, Johnny. Look at this, Johnny. Isn't this fun, Johnny? Fuck your conspiracy community, Johnny. <laughs> oh, uh, such a piece of shit. Oh, mate, I would not give nah, you a you wouldn't penny. do that. You wouldn't I wouldn't do give that. you a single penny. Oh, my God. That. I would come onto the podcast wearing furs and gold chains and pimp canes. I would come in here looking like a 1970s pimp. Well, like I told you, the conspiracy community is powerful and rich. Don't forget, a large contingent of conspiracy community is basically boomers mm-hmm. who just sit on fuck tons of money and, you know obscene everything boom is also most anyway whatever but okay uh, okay on to the emails first email from today um it goes a bit like this hi johnny and liban my name is olua toyin and i'm a 17 year old guy from lagos nigeria Ooh, i, I was about I... to do an accent then <laughs> Oh, I should just fucking do it. I should just do just it. immediately you hear Lagos, Nigeria, and you're like, you want to do an accent immediately. Yeah. I, um, I have a serious problem. Uh, my mother is a very good dentist. Everyone in our neighborhood loves her. She's pushing me to go to dentist school because she says it's a stable job with good money. And she always mentions how she wants me to take over her dental practice when she yeah. retires. But I don't know if I want to work as a dentist. If I had a passion for something else, I would push back and have a serious conversation with her about this not being right for me. But unfortunately, I don't have a strong ambition. I don't know what I want to do, so I don't have a good argument. What should I do? I'm really confused and lost right now. Best regards, Oluwatoyin. How old is he? He's 17. So I think he's just about to finish high school either this year or next year. So the his situation mother, is... His mother is a popular dentist where? In Lagos. No, but in the neighbourhood, did she say? Yeah, in the neighbourhood that they live in. This is the only problem. See, my instinct to say to him, look, you, 
Unfortunately, the way it works is you put some time in when you're young and you reap the rewards for your, the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and your mum, she's, it's a long tradition of dentists. And when you, when you are on your deathbed, you're a long way from your deathbed. When you're on your deathbed, honouring your parents would be one thing that you realise is actually quite important. Right now, it doesn't seem important, but, you know, you love your mum. I'm sure you'd say that. Maybe yeah, take sure her for it granted because yeah. everyone takes their parents for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, so ordinarily, I would say, in fact, I, th- I think you should do it. Listen, I'm sorry, mate. You should you should do it. The only thing is that she's a big dentist in the neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's right? probably popular in our community. Everybody, you know, you can imagine yeah. the person already. Everyone's like, if you need a bit of dentist work, that's the person you go to. Yeah, he lives in a different world, though. Maybe he's dreaming of you know another place but that's Maybe what he's he, saying he's not he, he says he doesn't I, have ambition he said, that's why if yeah. i had a passion for something else i would push back because clear it sounds like he's got a spine he he if he if there was something he wanted to do he would go for it but he just doesn't have anything but he just doesn't know if this is the thing for him do it go be a dentist man don't, don't listen if you don't know what you want to do if you don't even know what you then you know just fucking be a dentist at least do the school work hard in your school you're 17. By the time you're, what, 21, 22, you'll be done with a dentist school, right? You have an establishment. And maybe even if you have other interests, let me tell you something. It's never someone... too late. You can always, you can always yes. swap. Like, if, if you finish your education and then work in this field for a couple of years, there's nothing to say in your late 20s or early yes. 30s. You can't move on to something else that you, once yeah. you're a bit older and a bit more sure of what you want to do. <clears throat> Yes, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, when I was young, I knew I wanted to do something creative from the very, very beginning, right? And because of that, I threw away everything else, every other opportunity, going to you and all that shit. I threw all of that away because I thought, right, well, I'm just going to go straight for what I want to do. Now I realise if I'd have just done all that regular shit, if I'd have just sucked it up and done all that regular shit, got a job, I'd be in a much better position now to do a whole world of creative shit. Whereas now I'm still, you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go and get that foundation. Your mum, listen, you take your mum for granted, but your mum is smart, right? Everyone she, respects her. She only wants the best for you. She, she, she's trying to give you a stable foundation. But there's probably a part of her also that wants, uh, wants uh, you know, wants him to be, wants a bit of respect for raising a good son. There's always a bit oh, of that. Oh, there's always that. She's a community member, that. you know, Absolutely. like that. You, when, you, when you're yeah. out there and you're a public visible figure, you want you want your children to be respected as well. Go be, go be a dentist, man. Go be a fucking dentist. If, you, if you're 25 and you suddenly decide you want to make movies or some shit. Let me tell you something that as a 17-year-old you don't think about. Money is fucking great, man. You, at the moment, you're 17 years old. Your yeah. mom makes decent money as yes. a dentist. You've never had to worry about money. Uh, but once you're out there living in the world and you have to pay your own way to do things, money is a very real concern, my friend. And it's a very real thing that you have to think about in terms of what you do, how you spend your time, your relationships with your friends and your uh, relationships with women. There's a lot that goes into uh the financial side of things that you don't think about at your age mm-hmm. and having a decent job it yeah. it gives you a lot of sort of mobility and social yes. freedom that you don't get otherwise uh so the least i would say is 
it's not a, it's not the worst thing in the world to d go and study this dentistry make a decent bit of money and then you can start making whatever moves you're leaning towards exactly exactly what's the, what's this guy's name Oluwatoyin Oluwatoyin listen to me listen to me i want you to do something right go out for a walk go out for a walk go out your front door in Lagos, go for a walk, maybe find some quiet streets, you go for a walk. Imagine your mum doesn't exist. Imagine your house that she pays for doesn't exist. What do you have? What are you going to do? You have nothing. You have nothing. You're 17 years old. You're a blank slate. You have nothing. Where is your money coming from? Nowhere. You have nothing, right? Yeah. But if you're God, a dentist... God forbid, God forbid your mum dies tomorrow and you don't, you're left with nothing else... What, yeah. What's your move? What are you capable of? What are you yeah, going to do other than work yeah. in a cafe? Let's say when you're on that walk, when you're on that walk and you finally realize that you have nothing without your mum, now imagine that you spent the four or five years, however the fuck long it is, to do that dentist thing. That's all you, that's all you have now. Now you can walk anywhere in the world and say, here, I'm a fucking dentist. I come from a long line of great dentists. Now you have, doors are open to you now. Now you can go where you want and be safe in the knowledge that you have some skill or some job, yes. job that you can go into without worrying <clears throat> about whether you get it or not. There's do always it, a it. need for dentists. No, no corner of the world are you going to struggle to find a job. Europe, all over the place, people need dentists and there's a shortage of dentists. Dentists are like desperately in demand everywhere. Well, you know, if people just try the alkaline mouth diet or just try to raise the pH of the but you know, that's I won't I won't destroy your whole profession. <laughs> I won't destroy your whole profession before you've even got into it. But, uh, but so uh, we're saying to Uluatoyan, go for it. Don't worry, but if you don't have anything you want to <clears> do, don't worry about it. Just go for this thing, enjoy it, put put give give as much of yourself as you can to it, and then yeah. try to get as much from it as you can as well. Yeah, and in, and enjoy the fact that you are doing making your mum happy, you know. Enjoy the fact because you take that for granted now, but when you're older, there's something you'll be pleased you did. Absolutely, absolutely. Could could not agree more. Yeah. All right then. All right, that was a nice one. Thank you, Johnny. All right. So second email. Second email. Um, bonjour, Johnny A. Liban. Greetings from Marseille, France. My name is Josephine. My sister introduced me to your podcast last week. You guys are so fun. Keep it coming. Could you guys please put out two episodes a week? One episode is not enough. Au revoir, Josephine. Well, listen, Josephine, if you want us to put two episodes a week, give us some money. There you go. Give if us some money. If you give us more money and get other people to give us more money, we will put out more episodes. If you like this podcast, give us some fucking money. All right? Give us money, Josephine. Uh, how do you say money in French? Do you know? Let me, let me look up on Google. Argent. D'argent. That might be change. I think it means like uh, silver. But I think they... Oh, oh l'argent, l'argent. Yeah, yeah, you had it. It means, yeah. it means Give us some bar. of that. Give us some of that, please. Yes, give us some. Uh, uh, Josephine, send me money and I'll give you more. You want, you want? Give us money. Like we're very reasonable. Uh, I'm more than happy to give you more episodes. Just give us money. 
You know what? Why doesn't everyone talk about money on podcasts? When I was dipping in podcasts, they're making fuck tons of money. It's so mm-hmm. bizarre. You listen to these podcasts, they make ridiculous amounts of money every month. But that's just not pod- that's not just podcasts. It's society in general. People don't like to talk about money. People don't share how much they make. People don't share how much they spend on certain things because they're embarrassed if they spent too much or too little. People, no, that's the only if they spent too much. If they spent a little, they're more than happy to tell you, be like, oh, you won't believe the deal I got on this. But if they spent a silly amount of money, they're not going to tell you that because they think you'll just. People do not like to talk about money in general, Johnny. It's not just podcasts. Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm obsessed with currently that whenever I see it, whenever I hear someone mention a podcast, immediately mm-hmm. Google, Patreon, how much they get. And you have to do. You have to do weird maths because a lot of people they hide the money they're making. Mm-hmm. But you see, like three hundred patrons, average is about five dollars a patron, even if the minimum is like one or three. Mm-hmm. You do the maths, you see how much money they're making. So and there's some, you go, there Josephine. Some... Josephine, please, I want to give you more episodes. You gotta give me some money. I need that money, baby. Josephine, baby, listen, please, baby. Listen, the reason we need the money, we're not profligate people. We don't have terrible habits. We don't, we're not going to fucking, you know, we don't buy phones every fucking week, right? We don't buy trainers every week. We don't buy, we don't um, buy this shit. We don't buy I'm, Supreme t shirts every week. We're not going to be spending it on silly things. We're going to be spending it on fun yeah. things. Basically, all money is to me is the ability to not work. And you know the irony of that is that like when I don't work for some other cunt, like I have to, it's my Capricorn moon. I have a Capricorn moon, which is the only reason I'm still alive, really, but also the bane of my life, which is that even when I don't work for some other cunt, eventually I just start banging my head on some other project that I invent for myself that I have to work on, you know? Like this podcast. Like this podcast. I really, I can't, I, there's the, you know. I didn't, you, you could tell I'm not taking this thing lightly. I actually did think about this thing a lot. I want it to, I, I can't. You, you definitely think about it more than I do. I've got Which to is say, ridiculous because you, it's your idea here. You're putting more of yourself into this than I am. And I'm, I'm kind oh, of worried okay. that I, I, that I should be put doing more. <laughs> I told you about this before. Like even when I work for some other car. Yeah. I always try and do a great job. Yeah, you can't. Even when I hate the workplace, I hate what I'm doing. I think it's completely pointless. I still try and do a good job. I cannot do it in any way. It sounds like I'm in an interview. It sounds like the sort of thing you lie about. My biggest flaw is that I'm really good. (laughs) My biggest flaw is that I can't do a half-assed job. I don't want to ever do a half-assed job. I take immense pride in everything that I do. You know? In fact, my my horoscope for this year said that I'm going to be rewarded for a lot of work that I've done in the past. And I went back and I thought about all the different times I've gone above and beyond the work projects in the past. And I was like, fucking hell, there's a lot of people that owe me some good shit. There's a lot of people that karma send your way. Yeah. Yeah. Josephine, give us money. This could be the start of that, Josephine. You want more episodes. We've got more episodes in the bank. We've pre-recorded so many of these. We will give them to you. You've got to give us money. And with that in mind, I'm happy to announce we're finally launching our Patreon. Are you serious? Yes, we're doing it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make a Patreon account. Patreon.com forward slash is listening. Did you hear that, Josephine? 
the Patreon account is right there. It's ready for you. All you need to do is go on there. You will get more episodes, baby. You will get more of me. You'll get more of Johnny. You'll get his private rants. You'll get everything you've ever dreamed of, Josephine. All you need to do is go to the Patreon, sign up, and give us that moolah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, 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 hold. Are you serious? Yeah. Shouldn't we kick it down the road a bit? I mean, what is this, the fifth episode? Yeah. No, uh, we're not. I'm, imme- I'm immediately putting it out there. But the, 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 episode the, the, five, they've had four free episodes. They know what we're about. Come on now, people. You know you want this. You know you want more on. of this. Hold on. The problem is, right, if you started too early, yeah, it's going to be that patron might just sit there looking sad and lonely. Let it. Let it. I want that to be a pressure. I want to pressure the people who listen. I want the, everybody who listens to us to feel such a sense of pressure every time they go to that website and they see seven subscribers mm. offering £30. That's your fault, okay? You listening <laughs> right now, if we're getting £30, that's your fault and you need to fix that. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fix it. <laughs> That tickles me. That really tickles me. <laughs> you know, I, I I did want to say I don't want to do any social media for this. Yeah. Right. That's you have to handle that. I want to do. I don't want to, but one thing I would be willing to do is Twitch streams. Mm-hmm. I think that would actually be quite fun if we actually have an audience and they're yeah. up for doing. They would come in and do and for the Twitch Twitch streams to do a chats and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up for that. That sounds really fun. I would be happy to do it, and 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 you, and we could, uh, maybe we could find a way to do it together as well. There's games that I would like you to play with me going over your shoulder. Okay. Old, I like I like Absolutely. older weird games. But we I can like... also do podcast recordings on Twitch. We could have an audience live with us as we're podcasting on Twitch, and they could be chatting to us and contributing to the episode. Yeah, maybe. Maybe when the call-in shows happen, although I do like the idea of when we do a call-in, it's not live. You call us, you call us between the hours of four and six GMT on Sunday. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be broadcast, right? You call us, you're speaking to just us. It's intimate. Mm -hmm. And then that way, that way, I think you don't get people just trolling Mm because who are you trolling? You're just going to make some noise on the phone and then we hang up on you. No one else can hear it. You avoid that. And you and people might feel a bit more comfortable just talking to someone on the phone, and you know. All right, brilliant. Mm. Yeah, we've got a couple of good ideas there. So yeah, contribute to the Patreon, and uh, we're going to report on it. Not necessarily every week, but every couple of weeks, we're going to see how many subscribers we've got. And if it's not looking good, you guys better sort yourselves out. We're not going to be happy with you. Okay, this is a team effort. Did we talk about money? Here's, here's the other thing I wanted to say about that. No, because one of our segment ideas was that we were going to take the money from the Patreon, yeah. put it into the stock market, and yeah. then that's a fun little thing for us to talk about and to experiment with. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. you guys, we want to have fun with your money and to show you how easily you could also get rich. So, Josephine, we've got, we've got a lot for you, Josephine. You, you know what you need to do? You know Patreon.com of... forward slash Liban is listening. Patreon.com forward slash Liban is listening. You can also donate to the PayPal. Yeah, yeah. PayPal send, if, if you want to do a one-off payment, send it via PayPal. You don't have to subscribe, but we prefer a, we prefer a regular subscription, don't we? I think that's much better. 
No, Patreon takes a cut. I mean, PayPal takes cuts PayPal as well. PayPal takes a cut. Everybody takes a cut. I we think need it's to better open up to have a dependable, a dependable regular subscription is much better than a one-off PayPal donation. Yeah, that's right, because people forget about it. Yes. Before we move on, can I just say to Josephine, who just emailed us, I mm. tried to keep this contained, and I was hoping that I could get away from this segment without having to reveal this. <sighs> If anybody else lives in France and wants to email us, don't. I don't like Why? French people. I, no. have, I have problems with French people. I've never gotten... I've met so many French people in London and of all of them, there's only been one person that I thought was a really good human being and the rest of them have been terrible. And so it's given me this disdain and contempt for French people, which I'm, I'm very sorry, but... I don't want to hear from you. Please don't email us again. Josephine, no, don't no. subscribe to the Patreon. I'm sorry, but as, as a nation, I completely disregard you. And uh, please respectfully stay away from my podcast. Oh, no, no, no. I'm no, sorry. no, disagree. Disagree. I love the French. Although I'm sorry. I will say, People of France, just... you're snooty. You're arrogant. You're, your culture isn't even as interesting as you think it is. You're nothing. You're absolutely nothing. You're a joke. <laughs> I don't know who gave you the idea that you're something, but you're nothing. I'm sorry, France. I, please, don't. Maybe it's because of all the French people who come here are dickheads and all the decent people stay home and they stay in France. That's the only thing that I can assume. But if that's not the case, and the people that I've met and interacted with are representative of who you are and what you think and how you approach life, then you're a nothing people. Your people are you have no value, and just please. You know what? You're please. destined to marry a French woman. You know that when you have an opinion like that, Liban, you are destined to be blindsided. You're going to end up with a French woman living in a little no little chateau no. in the south no. of France. That's no. that happening. That is going no. to happen. No, I can't. You're going to learn French, and you're going to fucking I can't. eat French food, and oh, you're just going. That's going to happen. I could, so I could sense it. I saw people, it. These people, I don't know what gives them. What gives them the nerve to be the way they are? Who gave well, you the? Who told you you were? You told you you were something. That's that's the phrase I always wanted to to say to friends. Who told you that you were something? What audacity they have to look down on other countries the way they do, and then to assume that they have a position of, oh my god, these people, yeah, these fucking. Josephine, I spit on you. Josephine, I actually, no, no, I love me. you, Josephine. I spit I on you. you. Listen, if she's you're listening nothing. to this, she can't be bad. You're, you're lower than the dirt between my toenails. <laughs> on after a long day of walking about, when I get home and I need to wash my feet, that's what you are. You're my toe scum. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! The vitriol, the anger. Josephine, <laughs> I can't. I can't, I can't I don't believe even it. Want to talk to you. set himself up for a tirade about the French. Could you believe it? That's how much he wanted to get this out in the open. Jesus Christ. I, Listen, no, this I wasn't supposed fact. to come out. This wasn't supposed to come out. This was meant to be a nice little email about putting extra stuff, extra content out there. Uh, it was never meant to be about my hatred for the French, but now it's come out. Maybe subconsciously I wanted to talk about this. But I we should take you. a trip to France. We should take a trip to France, I think. I went to France. I went to France a few years ago for work. I went to Cannes for a film and TV You festival. liked it. It was a beautiful place. It was The amazing. women were beautiful, you The said? women were beautiful. The men were dickheads. It was just absolute 
Well, it, it maybe was, the problem the is the men. The climate was amazing. Maybe it's the men who had a no, problem. No, the women as well. I, I've had problems with French women. I've, what's the, what's the problem with French women? They have the same attitude. They have the same uh, air. They have the same uh, audacity. It's it's endemic. They they are bad people. There are good peoples <laughs> and there are bad peoples, and the French are a bad people. Blanket blanket statement. I think you're just very British, and I think you. Uh, you've now got the British hatred of I'm, I'm not British. I'm international. I'm cosmopolitan. I'm a man no, of the world. No, you and me are both very British. As much as we, we're both very British. Listen, and I'm I think a man this of the is, world. I'm a man yeah. of the fucking this world. This will on the No. Beautiful language. I'm trying to think beautiful of a way language. to wrap this up. No, it's not a beautiful language. It is, it is absolutely not. God, all of the... What's a beautiful language? German. No, come on, that's an ugly language. What's that's a beautiful a language? What do you think is a beautiful language? Well, um, I quite like Gaelic. I, I like Gaelic. Gaelic sounds lovely to me. I don't think I've ever really heard it. Gaelic sounds nice. I, I, I quite like the sound of Spanish, especially... Um, <laughs> not that, but um, Colombian Spanish. I really like Colombian Spanish for oh, some right, reason. Right. It sounds... The right. way they talk is very rhythmic and melodic. And there's, there's beautiful languages out there. French is not one of them. Not those fucking French people. Okay, you push it too far. Everyone knows French is a beautiful language. It just it's, is a beautiful language. It's not. English is. It's beautiful. Oh, no. You know what? This is a, this, there's a whole topic I could go into. But uh, instead, I'm just going to recommend people Google Sapir-Whorf theory, which is something don't, I very Don't Google fundamentally... that. If it's anything to do with French people, don't Google it. <laughs> I, I disrecommend that. It's not about French specifically, but it's a big... It's, a, it's an unfortunate theory that came about an unfortunate time in history. Otherwise, I think it would have a lot more prevalence. If you're French, stop listening. Disconnect right now. <laughs> Turn this off. Turn it off. All right, let's go to the next thing. Let's go to the next thing. <laughs> I can't believe this. Just turn it off. I don't want you here. You're not welcome. No, you are welcome here. I love you. I love the French. I swear I to God, if any French, French person... I, I'm in charge of the emails. If any French person you know in emails, who's in charge of the emails? I'm in charge of the emails. I'm taking charge, Johnny. If anyone it... emails us from France, I will lambast you in public. I will read out your name. Fuck operational security. I'll expose you to the world, and I'll spend. I'll Google you. <laughs> I'll find you on Instagram, and I'll spend the whole segment destroying you because you're nothing. Listen, if you want me to read your emails first, put Johnny for Johnny in the in the headline. If you want Liban to do it first, put for Liban. Uh, so Liban French is listening just, at gmail.com. That's Liban what you email. Liban and, is listening at gmail.com. And just put for Johnny if you want me to read the email first, i.e. if you're French. Fucking. Oh, okay, let's move on. Are you feeling re- you got you got to get rid of this anger, Liban. I, Punch a wall or something. No, no, I need, to, I need to just breathe. I need to think of a nationality that isn't French. Give me a nation. Oh. Give me a nation. Um, Polish. Oh, now there are lovely people. Really? Every, you like the Polish? I love the Polish. Every Polish person I've ever met has been just down-to-earth, lovely human beings, so kind, surprisingly sweet. And I'm talking about dudes, girls... Uh, just all of them, lovely people. Agnieszka, so many. I've met three different Agnieszkas, and every single one has been an absolute delight of a human being. 
Agnieszka, is that very popular? Is that the most popular Polish name? I don't know if it's very popular, but for some reason I've met three of them and all three of them have been fantastic friends. Did you know that every woman in the Mediterranean is called Maria? I didn't know that. That's interesting. Every single That's one. True. true fact, yeah. All right. Hi to all the Marias in the Mediterranean. <laughs> All right, next, next email, next email. Okay, next email has a bit of a different format because it's written by someone other than me. If you've noticed <laughs> the last five fake emails, they, they have almost a formulaic uh, yeah. way of them about them because I wrote them. But this one is, it's got a different style altogether. Subject line, subject line, can you really determine from someone's voice what kind of lover they are? And in the body it says, that is all, full stop. And this so is from my friend Christine. Uh, don't give her name out, man. I'm giving her name out. She she doesn't care. Her name's oh, Christine. Well, she's my friend, bleep. and she's the she's she's like our second listener. Our first listener is obviously our third pastor of the group, Amos. Second listener, my friend Christine, and she sent us this email that says, "Subject." Don't line. give too many inside. Don't give too much inside baseball, Liban. They know this. They know this. We've mentioned all of this stuff like three. No, 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 times. no, no. But what what did I tell you? What did I tell you? I think it was in the very first episode. Go on. What you have say? to tell people that we have fuck tons of listeners. We have thousands of listeners. The reason, first of all, the reason. By the time we put this out there, absolutely, they, they yeah, will have so this. this. Really, so but, you're downplaying. Yeah. When we need to be upplaying, not only you're downplaying, even though we probably have five listeners at this point. All right, you, do you want me to cut this bit out? Do you want me to cut this bit out? I'll absolutely. redo that. 100% cut I'll this redo out. that. Okay, let me start from scratch. This is an emergency announcement coming to you live from the edit of this episode of the podcast. Um, I've made an executive decision not to cut any of that out. I get the final say. Get fucked, Johnny. Go fuck yourself in a bush somewhere. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program of Liban is Listening. This is the BBC Home well, you can determine someone's body from their voice. I mean, you... you no, you can't. It's not body, we were saying. We were s no, no, but I think that's interesting. That you oh, you actually think you can determine someone's body type from their voice? I think you can. I mean, I mean, I mean, first of all, you can tell a black voice. You can tell usually if someone's big. Mm -hmm. You can tell if someone's very skinny, neurotic. They have a... You can tell if someone's tall. Their, their brains tend to work slower because they experience the world like milliseconds less. Uh, milliseconds you really slower think than so? Your, absolutely interesting absolutely uh, uh obviously you could tell if they're a woman or a man major differences there mm -hmm. but um this is of course in a reference to last week or the previous week i can't remember mm -hmm. where every email uh every email we received uh said that they thought liban would be a very good lover you sound like you and it was fascinating because i don't know what gave this impression to all the people who were emailing in every single one of them was saying liban you sound like you would make a great lover at times very passionate and at times uh gentle and very caring and i don't know what gives this impression to people well people could find someone's voice very erotic can't they oh absolutely but i don't think i've got an erotic voice i think i've got a very normal voice but something about it just gave these people the you know impression of a very competent and caring lover
Well, you can tell a lot about a person. I mean, first of all, you're saying something with that voice. Mm -hmm. So they know something about you already. Mm -hmm. So maybe you sound like you'd be a very good lover because of all the things that you're saying. Maybe you're sensitive and caring in the podcast and they presume, oh, he would be very nice in the bedroom, in, like that in the bedroom as well. So there's that. Okay. But I think you can tell a lot. I'll tell you one thing, you don't, you don't really get many women with sexy voices around that, do you? No. Where did I, that's a good question. Where did all the women with the sexy voices go? Where did they go? Yeah. What happened? I saw some old. I saw some old movies recently with Catherine Hepburn. Mm -hmm. You know Catherine Hepburn? Yeah, yeah, of course. We should put a clip of her in here. And. Just as Johnny has suggested, here's a clip of Catherine Hepburn's lovely voice. The time to make up your mind about people is never. <laughs> yes, you are. And a complete one. You're quite a girl, aren't you? You think? Yeah, I know. Thank you, Professor. I don't think I'm exceptional. Uh, you are, then. I know any number like me. You ought to get around more. Yes. She has a very, like strong voice but at mm. the same time it's still kind of feminine and uh it can be very oh, it's, it's a very nice voice very strong it's funny you should mention that yesterday i was watching this movie uh, funny girl from 1968 it's a musical yeah. starring barbara streisand and Bloody um hell. yeah that, that's a bit of an odd one i don't know why <laughs> i ended up watching that but i did and i loved it it was a good time uh there, there was one woman in it who had a really like husky earthy voice yeah. and I, I as soon as i heard it i was like oh my god that is so hot like her voice was incredible yeah and i you're right you don't hear many women's voices like that these days one one uh, i've got an example as well when i was talking about chat calling radio mm -hmm. there's like fake calling radios you get sometimes on video games vampire the masquerade mm -hmm. which is the game that i played last year had a big effect on me because of the atmosphere and there's a radio station in that, which is hosted by a woman. And the voice is just, I love her voice. I mean, her voice makes me think 90s, the grotty underbelly of a city. You know, it's just mm -hmm. fucking great. And, you know, I don't like talking about voices very much because I detest my own. Yeah, I, I, think hate my own. I think most people do. I don't think no, I don't think people that. hate my, my, their voices as much as I do. I hate the Cockney accent I have. So for you, it's I a bit of a complex. You've got a complex about it. Though. So I've got a complex about it, but I've not got a complex. It's true. It's fucking true that, that having you a Cockney You can have a complex accent, about something that's true, can't you? Does the word complex mean it doesn't exist? Yeah, like, it means it's a psychological... It's a, it's a fact. No, but you can have a complex mind. about yeah, a real yeah. thing. Like if somebody has a big nose, they can have a complex about their own big nose, right? Maybe, yeah. But if they have like a massive nose, and is it a complex? If it's like a massive nose that is the only thing you notice about the person, you know, then it's not really a complex. They're right to, to be worried. No, but you can be right about you can be right about something and still overthink it and be anxious and uh Well, I'm not even overthinking it. I mean I'm doing a fucking podcast, even though I've got this terrible, mumbly, horrible <laughs> cockney voice. You know? Well, we've had this discussion loads of times. I we haven't had this discussion on the podcast. Not on the podcast, but I, I don't think you do. I, I, I think you've got a perfect voice. I, I, I have no problems with it whatsoever. I wish I had a different voice. I wish I had a different voice. You know, there's a Greek myth. There's a Greek myth about Cassandra. Mm -hmm. 
And in the Greek myth, this woman does something. I think she tells a lie or some shit. And no, the she, gods she punish. Tell, she tells prophecies, right? And then nobody. Well, that's her. the punishment. The punishment oh, for that's her the punishment. from the gods is that she can foresee the future. She can tell the future. She's telling the truth, but nobody will ever believe her. And that is what it is like having a Cockney accent. Ah. It's a, they gave Cassandra a Cockney accent. Whenever you think of that Greek myth, yeah. she's probably like, she sounds like birds of a feather. Yeah. She sounds like Pat Butcher. He's like, oh, you better not go over there. There's going to be a war on. There's going to be a war. I keep telling you. Caught blind, yeah. watch out. Hercules is coming. <laughs> And so we find ourselves at the end of another week, another episode, another little act in the play that is our lives, and uh, got a little opportunity to reflect here and to really think on what's important to us and what really matters. So once again, I'd like to ask you to join me in the toilet, bathroom, WC, water closet, in front of the mirror, look at it. And I want you to say the following sentence after me. And it's really important because, I, again, just like last time we did this, it's important that you think about this, feel it, internalize it, live by it. Okay? Say after me. Never trust a French person. Never, ever, ever trust a French person. You must never, ever trust a french person never trust a french person never ever never ever ever never ever never ever trust a french person they're not trustworthy they'll hurt you okay just I don't, this this isn't a mantra so much as just a cautionary tale okay you don't have to repeat after me i'm sorry i made you go into the toilet is that's my bad i'm sorry just don't trust them they're not they're not good okay bye have a good week bye felicia